Mr. Shackman. Hi, Mr. Burr. Your uh, your drone made it through the fog okay this morning. Um, it's a uh, it, it's a very interesting uh, collection of things on the plate this morning. Um, very delicious, I must mm. say. I've, I'm about halfway Good. through. Um, the, I, I don't Drone know. I, I honestly don't know what kind of bread. Uh, your, your, I think you said a new chef. I don't know what kind of bread he's using, but there were these mm. two sort of um, very um, decent-looking gingerbread figurines in very interesting positions on the plate. Um, but the, I, I can't seem to detach the um, the bottom one. Well, well, well I mean, my, my question more comes down to what I'm watching. What did you think of the chocolate handcuffs? Hang on. Oh hell! I see. He's tied to the plate with yeah. chocolate handcuffs. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Is is there a name for this very very strange production? Because I must say the bread is, it's very nutty, but it's like very um, <clears throat> pebbly. Well, you know, the, the chef is becoming more and more creative. I think I probably need to rein him in. Um, but what he calls this one is Fifty Shades of Grain. <laughs> let's look into the connection between coming up with a problem statement you've generated right i, I know this is a problem and uh, these days i'm finding at least the third years are getting better at finding that problem but the issue is then connecting that to therefore i'm going to do this um so i've got a couple of examples and say do you want me to just pick a random one? Or I think a random one. Kind of... Random is always okay. best. Okay, so let's start with one. Let's say, for example, uh, people are drowning at the sea with the beaches during the Christmas period. So, you know, down Durban, mm. you know, the, the beach is absolutely packed. Uh, and therefore, the student has now proposed, we're going to design a beach launched recovery device. So how are we going to look at how that sort of link is going to be established? What, what, or maybe what are the issues with something like this? Uh, okay, so you know, being the sort of newbie to uh, to this problem, um, sure, is is a constraint that it has to be a vehicle. A vehicle? Well, no, that's that's the thing. You know, at least in the way the problem is stated, it's merely that people are drowning. So, okay, so, I, I, so I assume the solution is about just save the people you know, or prevent the, the, the drownings. Ah, okay. And obviously things like, you know, um, teaching everyone to swim is not practical. There will be people that slip through something like that. Um, yeah, so you'd ha and you'd have to cover that. You know, you, you can't just state, because you know, I mean, you'd have to address that because if you're identifying and I'm going to identify that when I'm evaluating or when we're evaluating the work, if the student hasn't identified that they see that this is an option and are, neglect and are discarding it because the people need the, or the training is impractical, then how do I know you've considered it? And then that comes down to your basic idea of being able to do design. Have you considered alternatives? Yeah, so I mean, I'm, you know, the way that I would, uh, I would like to see that, that problem um, unpacked is actually just mm. just cover what is it that causes people to drown now yes there's the set of circumstances that oh geez it's hot here we've just played touch rugby i'm going to run into the sea um mm. not knowing anything about tides rip currents um you know anything about that particular beach um what the yeah. hectic winds last night meant in terms of storm surge and stuff like that there's there are all those reasons for why someone enters the water 
and and mm. and that's that's a separate problem and then there's the what actually causes drowning and the main thing is if someone gets into trouble in the water you do not have a lot of time no it's certainly not it, it's not even many minutes it happens relatively well, quickly exactly and then yeah even then once it's sort of done it's not like you really have time to kind of oh well we'll find them at the bottom of the ocean and we'll just ship them out um but for me it's also a case of then it's two potential ways of approaching it do you prevent them ever entering water in the first place or it's a let's assume they're going to enter the water let's deal with it then and then maybe even a third one i guess let's assume they are going to be drowning and let's solve that then yeah you've got to kind of decide on where that kind of level is and for me that's the case of at least refining the problem down um yeah i mean yeah and and if you think about it obviously there's the behavioral aspects which it's very difficult to do any form of mechanical design around i mean Mm. mechanical engineers design fences to control behavior if you get my drift there um yes yeah and you then have um location problems you've then got like oceanographic problems and then to me the main thing is a time issue if you can get to a mm. person at any location under any um, oceanographic uh, sort of or, or weather circumstances, you can do something about it. So to me, mm. the biggest thing to solve is time. But you have to locate a person that's drowning. And if it's a busy mm-hmm. beach, you have to do that. You know, And having worked as a lifeguard, I can tell you, trying to identify who's drowning versus who's not drowning and just having fun <laughs> is really difficult. Yeah. And, right. and, and and again, if you think about it, um, trying to save time, let's say this is a busy beach and this person happens to have been uh, pulled to the back of, of where all your swimmers are, there's no real quick way to get there. Like you can't just pull out a jet ski and go because of all the other swimmers. Mm. In fact, it's going to yeah. take longer to do that than if you were to just use a paddleboard. Mm. So uh, the, and, and I mean, in terms of the relative equipment, as long as they're sort of, well, it depends how drowned they are. <laughs> um, you know, well, there, there well, are some things yes. where you can, you can just get their sort of mouth to be breathing air, and you can put them on um, on on some form of level surface where you can apply pressure, and you can sort of get their breathing going if if the, the yeah. pulse is, is is there. But if they they're basically dead, and you have to do the whole revival thing, you you physically can't do CPR on anything which doesn't have like a large inertia out at sea. Now, uh, let's imagine that there are two situations in, in the design in the state. One, they've amounted to the same thing. One is you, you're doing a, a project, and as part of this project, as an error or a mechanical student, you've got to produce a vehicle. Or alternatively, your company specializes in waterborne craft. Um, so your solutions by way of the sort of metaphorical fences um, or the solutions by way of training people, they're not viable. We have to aim for a vehicle of some sorts. How do we start looking at that sort of uh, uh, refinement? Well, um, to to get to someone who is drowning in water, the, mm. the fastest, most mobile <clears throat> sort of waterborne vehicle is the jet ski. Yeah. However, let's assume you're trying to navigate... Uh, in the open ocean you need a, a healthcare bag you need you need some form of stuff you might need a winch mm. or, or something like that you could do mm. a, a kind of let's call it a modification job to a <clears throat> a 
jet ski. Um, mm-hmm. the, the problem is, you know, particularly the South African shores, we've got quite rough seas. <clears throat> yeah. So from a lifeguard, you, you'd obviously have to keep the jet ski up on the beach. <clears throat> but then how do you yes, get it yeah. into the water quickly? And they're not one, yeah, they're not well, one people jobs. No, 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 no. Well, not not if it's been beached. No, jet skis. So you need four no, four people plus rollers to do that. Um, mm. and, and what do you do? Have four people sitting around? Do you call for four volunteers? What happens if it's one guy who's gone out early morning for a surf gets into trouble and there isn't anyone to help with this jet ski? So maybe the problem there is to make the jet ski product that you might sell um, sort of ultra quick sure. launch. I mean, you, you uh, earlier you identified the whole issue of the fact of if it is a crowded beach. So in that, in that case of an isolated beach, but given that we've now that the problem is focused in that Christmas time when the beaches are are, are packed, um, the navigation of persons through that is difficult. So, you, you, I mean, and it's something I see the students do. Is you suddenly forget that aspect. You start okay, jet skis are fastest, jet skis are best. You've seen a good reference source, or you happen to know it through personal experience. Therefore, I'm going jet ski, and and that's where there's a sudden there's a sudden leap, and you haven't actually motivated fully yet why jet ski is maybe necessary. Um, True, but wait, there's more. In ooh, good okay. in in that report, there would be three kinds of jet skis: jet ski concept A, jet ski B, and jet ski C, right? <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously, jet skis are the winner, Mister Sheckman. You can't go knocking yeah. jet skis. I want, I want to design a jet ski. Therefore, I'm gonna force a jet ski. Yeah. In. <laughs> no, but you're hundred percent correct. Um, and and you'd also have to sit and look at it. Is it best from the crowded beach point of view to tackle to tackle the problem from the beach side, or is it better to perhaps sit and play the waiting game out at sea? I was just thinking that. Yeah, I mean, it might. I don't know if you could, if you can find a way to link it that the problem points in that direction. Then you know you're sticking to either beach or sea. Otherwise, if you can't, we we know we need to rescue persons, and that becomes a design development. Right, we're going to compare the two options at that point. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, I suppose there the biggest problem is in the crowded beach. How do you know someone's drowning? Mm, so I mean, to be fair, when you're swimming in the sea, you're so focused on not being slam dunked by the next wave, or else, mm. you know, you're playing silly buggers with your mates, but you're sort of relatively oblivious to everyone around you, let's be fair. Um, yes, yeah. And, you know, the, you know, the majority of people that go to the beach, let's say, aren't strong swimmers. So when they mm. are trying to swim, and swimming in the sea is different to swimming in a pool, you know. If, yeah. So, you know, your, your let's call it your stroke technique looks a little bit like liquid chaos um so you can't really you you can't really tell um yeah and and i, I guess that's one problem to solve but that's that's sort of beyond the scope of a third year design project whether you know every swimmer gets a um some form of smart device installed which which you know just checks the basics and if there's a problem it it has a gps location so at least you can narrow it down to 20 swimmers as opposed to 2,000 um, and, and it how would, would you, monitor the general health of, of all the swimmers how, how would you you know say for example now you, you don't want to touch on that that part of the design now you your whether it's your skills your company your project your supervisor whatever you're not going a 
uh, wristbound detection system that as you get on the beach, everyone gives it to you. Um, how do you eliminate that as even being considered from the very start and part of your problem? Um, you would have to have alternatives. So the the that basic problem was to to try and rapidly identify without looking at swimmers who's drowning and who's not. You can mm. then use another sense, and that's just plain old eyesight. However, mm. using the Mark One Lifesaver and the Mark One Arbol does have limitations, mm. and particularly mm. if you take some of the um, coastal beaches in SA, having worked on them, when the sun starts to set. The, uh, the glare it makes it impossible to even look you literally it's like staring at welding um, mm, you, you honestly yeah. can't um, and and the same is true in, in, in the morning um, on, on the sort of Cape beaches um, yeah. the ones that sort of face Durban um, so I, I'd say you could do it visually but then you'd have to come with a, with a clever way of having camera footage and oh, drones don't solve the problem um, mm. it, 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 there would need to be cool devices which are in and amongst the swimmers which might actually be uh, one of them might be a sort of a rescue platform that if you if you are quickly in water that's deeper than what you're comfortable with you just make your way to this cool colored floaty thing and you can hang mm. on to a type thing um, but that's equipped with cameras and you then have uh, sort of a central uh, mo monitoring room which can flag um, you know, you you then got more people watching who are trained to watch people's behavior in the water from a above water viewpoint. You, you could do that. That's certainly cheaper than more lifeguards, etc. Well, yes and no. The the one thing I, I'd counter with that, and maybe it's a way that I I would use to point in the direction of going my my vehicle for the standard Mark One lifeguard, is. Um, buildings and especially sort of overnight unoccupied buildings especially around the beach areas tend to be hard targets for theft right and so if you have exp expensive equipment and cameras and computer systems and monitoring software it makes it a target especially if it's out in the open and seen in use um, during the day and during the christmas period that is then a increased risk um to those areas and it's a reason to then not go that particular route we're now instead just going to say okay fine we're going to have a very low cost system that is not at risk of being stolen the same for a jet ski i mean you're not mm. gonna yeah i think it'll be quite difficult for people to push the jet ski into the water and have a good joy ride without the keys especially mm. um but nevertheless that that's still something there so i think that that's the sort of for me that's the sort of route i'd then take is kind of breaking down right i don't want to do this what are the problems with that that then I can use to refine down and, and or get extra details towards that problem that then are pointing me in the direction of a, I want a low cost vehicle or low cost um, platform uh, for use by the Mark One lifeguards. Yeah, I mean, uh, I suppose the interesting thing is that our immediate constraints so are that the drowning person is, is obviously in the water. I mean, you don't, you don't get mm. out of the ocean and then drown on the beach. Um, <laughs> I don't know, people That's known as a heart attack or something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, true, I suppose. Okay, so the, the main thing is the actual rescue has to happen in 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 water. Mm. Um, okay, and we're still stuck on this whole it has to be a vehicle story. Um, uh, but the thing is, if it can't, if everything you're coming up with is continuously pointing to the vehicles, not the problem, they've already got the vehicles, mm. then at some point you actually need to identify, right, this is not a problem now worth solving. I mean, it also comes down to, you know, do we have stats of of how many drownings happen 
in, in your average December good weather on the sort of Durban beaches. You know, compared to the things where, you know, it's a family, they get to the coast, uh, there's a beach with no lifeguard, there are no swimming flags, mm. and they go swimming, and rip current happens, and there's a disaster. Um, those are completely separate cases. Yeah. So, you know, if, and, if, if you have yeah. a whole system which is geared up to prevent two people drowning over the December period in Durban, I don't think mm. it's a doable problem. No. Because you don't know when, and, and, and you don't know where, and you don't know how. I mean, that's a whole other aspect of the, you know, is this a big enough issue? Um, and, you know, you say, you, you know, you have 100,000 people go down to the coast. I actually don't know what the number is. could be even higher. Go down to the coast during the Christmas period, and yet yeah, we have two drownings. Right, that's 0.2% oh. of, well, no, in fact, no, it's 0.0002%. It's a very small number, of, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's an insignificant number. Um, and that's it. It's starting to kind of give scope to the problem itself in identifying it therefore because you know, what you finally want to be able to do is you know you're starting off with fundamentally people are drowning in this time period mm. um to therefore i need a beach launched recovery device or i need a a a a, a, a lifeguard um vehicle yeah so i mean what, yeah. what if what if we we just you know go back to basics and we say what do lifeguards mm. have that perhaps with a little mm. bit of extra energy might be a bit more effective you know so instead of the whole v- mm. we we just redefine what we mean by vehicle oh yes yeah no exactly well i mean so i mean they've got the flotation pods and stuff like that yeah so i mean if you take their thing which is basically it's it's a sit on canoe um it's mm. lightweight one person can carry it what could you do to that to make it faster through the sea because obviously there uh, a lifeguard kneels on it and then you just do um, what's called power stroking where you mm. just move your two arms simultaneously to pull yourself through the water and you can go pretty quickly um, because mm. let's be honest most swimmers are not more than 50 meters from the beach anyway given how rough the South African seas are there, there aren't swimmers and in SA that go 300 meters out like you get in, in, in the US with those flat beaches well, and I mean, the, the laugh god then is knowing, you know, this is a busy time. If I'm seeing people further out, no, we go out and we preemptively pull them back in. So, yeah, so our, our problem can limit ourselves to that, that shorter, narrow band um, and, and, because you know, of yeah. that. And, and if we work on, on the fact that the um, surfer um, can probably do, I mean, swimmers, fast swimmers can do, let's call it four, four Ks an hour is, is swimming speed mm. in a pool. Um, mm. If you put a person on a, a lifeguard board and you, you power stroke, you can probably maybe double or triple that. So maybe mm. 12 Ks an hour, which isn't really that fast. But what if your target speed was, if you drown 50 meters from the shore, it would be nice to get there five seconds after getting into the sea. Instantly, mm-hmm. you've, got a, you've got 10 meters per second. Yeah. All right, yeah. now, jet skis can go much quicker than that, but they're big, they're mm-hmm. heavy, they're really expensive. What could yeah. we do to the combination lifeguard um, and, and paddleboard to basically double that thing's speed using the stuff which our vehicle manufacturing company may have? Because instantly there, you've got a couple of interesting concepts you could use. Yeah. 
Yeah, and exactly. I mean, uh, you get the standard things for not the the small paddle skis, but your your bigger uh, fishing skis and stuff. Some of them are motorized. You have a little uh, attachable motor that you fit to the back of them. Uh, power. Yeah. Um, now, now those power things are basically designed to increase your speed by a bit, but th- mm. those those installations are designed to last for a long time. Now, if you think about it, what what sort of things? If if we ran a a car producing company what things off mm. a car could we use that could be modified a really s- sort of small amount um, to make a, a, a lifeguard go through the sea at, at twice their usual speed so if you had to pick a normal car yeah okay well like a Ford Fiesta yeah well, what sort of things on it could you use um, the first thing I'm going for is the windscreen wiper motor Oh right, yeah. No, so if you, if, if you take that. the gearbox off, you need a very small little twelve volt battery, which you could keep, you mm. know, charged up, uh, ready to go. Um, I mean, they're pretty lightweight, so you could even have two. Um, another form of pretty high power motor on a car is a starter motor. Mm. You know, so I mean, obviously that's geared like hell to be able to turn a turn a car engine, but that's a pretty high power motor. That must be at least a, a, a kilowatt or two. Um, in which case, yeah. that thing um, mounted to your little boat, the little propeller, that should work work quite quite nicely. Hmm. What What if we even like bypass that? I suppose yeah. No, we're going down the route of modifying what they already have. I was thinking of not going a, a sort of a an airborne system but that would then bypass that would defeat the purpose of the direction we're taking this it, it, um, I, I think airborne would work the main thing is a, a, you know the last thing you want is is lifeguards to be you know well instead of me getting into the ocean I'm going to send the drone mm-hmm. um, because very much the, yeah. dr- the drone is there to assist um, but I mean, but yes, also downwash and stuff for people that are drowning is is not a good thing either. Doesn't help. No, it, it it doesn't. I mean, it also depends what the drone's going there for. If it's there to drop something like a flotation device, then great. The problem mm. is the actual mechanism of drowning. That there's mm. there's the, there's the act of drowning, which is the ingestion of water, which happens with panic, with a very elevated heart rate and blood pressure and all that. And then there's passive drowning, which is the you you're no longer breathing um, underwater, mm. and and that's the bit that yeah. kills you. Um, mm. And I think the the act of drowning is 30, 40 seconds. It's quick. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and then the person basically slips under the water, and that's the dangerous part because then if they were swimming and you blink and all of a sudden there's one less swimmer, how do you notice there's one less swimmer? So what you have is one of those um, anti-aircraft monitoring systems with a howitzer, 50 millimeter howitzer that then blasts a flotation device at any person that suddenly disappears to the location they last were. I think that'll solve that then. If you pull the plug on the ocean, you could do the same thing. <laughs> uh, just just put a trap over the whirlpool. Um, but all right, so all we do is we just dam up every beach and then we just let the water out instantaneously if it ever needs to <laughs> get to that. Um, okay, but here, here's an interesting thing. Uh, mm. What if there was also an instances of protecting swimmers from sharks well, at I mean, the same time? I'm, I'm thinking it's just, it becomes, if you, mod- if you end up uh, approaching it as a modification of the existing equipment for the lifeguard, why not have it that it's used for more than just the drowning during Christmas time open it up to a, a general right we've got a shark attack occurring or it's a 
guy who's just decided he's and he wants to swim out as far as he can um, yeah I mean the, yeah. The, the, the main thing is uh, sharks you really can't see them from the beach no. I mean it's very seldom <laughs> that they do the whole Jaws thing where you see this you know mm. U-boat fin coming towards you um, <laughs> those are only the show of sharks that do that the real the real guys yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, come the, up from Spielberg the, 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 the bottom so to yeah. to keep swimmers safe from sharks you would need the aerial view mm. and the main thing is the aerial view gives you a much better um, perspective on how your swimmers are doing at the same time and it might be mm. that that then justifies the aerial concept which you literally shot down not so long ago well yes but then again i think it comes down to you know have you defined the problem in terms of a detection system or are you know which stage are you looking at is it the, the entire spectrum of watch out and then w when you see them drown then do something um, because you, your drone thing of a monitoring thing to look for sharks, for drowners, to do all that, that's a design project in and of itself. Yes. But you don't necessarily then go and make that same drone the thing that drops off your pod. It's a thing that sends a warning light and sounds and stuff that alert the lifeguard, and they then go do their thing. Um, but if it's a case of, right, the people are drowning, um, let's assume we've seen it, um, what you know yeah. provided the data to to support the whole thing that once they you know that they the drownings could have been preempted if there was enough um time you know you might have that the beaches are so packed no one could have done anything it was a sort of a a sort of a rolling mob that basically just pushed this person underwater and they never had a chance anyway yeah. Case, you know, so, True. I yeah. mean, it's, it's the same thing. Do you do you look for sharks? Because if you look for sharks, the easiest thing to do is for the lifeguard to blow the whistle and pull all the swimmers out. That's the easiest thing to mm. do. Yeah. Um, or if if it's let's say an unguarded um, beach, which is aerial monitored, for the sake mm. of general safety and and, and crime and a, a bunch of interesting things you could do, ocean research, etc. If there was a shark, you could then sound an aerial. I'm imagining this air raid siren going off, like you know. <laughs> um, or, 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 or then is this thing a? It, it then also tries to chase the shark away, because what what problem are you mm. trying to solve here? Because as you rightly said, spotting a, a person drowning is very different to spotting them and then going to save them, mm. so that you can do away with your lifeguard. Um, and I think as long as the problem is well justified. Um, the the concept is probably going to be the aerial assist option, because anything else is going to be ridiculously expensive. What about a submarine assist? So I mean, if you work, if there's no airborne issues and stuff, if you're underwater already, um, using sonar and stuff to detect whatever's going on and around, any person dropped below a certain level, they have drowned, and anything else under there is likely not is likely to be a fish of some sort potentially a shark and send out warning depending on the size of it please just don't make this submerged thing look like a shark because if i'm <laughs> underwater drowning and this thing that looks like a shark comes to save me i might just literally <laughs> well let's go suckle the water down right now yeah no, exactly i mean i was almost thinking of you know can you you know what about a a, a trained animal of sorts um 
you know obviously dog mm-hmm. dogs are the 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 really really easy one but you can't literally have a dog doing doggy paddle in and around a bunch of swimmers um, <laughs> it's literally going to go and steal the ball um eat the frisbee yeah. etc um plus it's not really fair on the dog and and it, it's completely impractical to train up flipper to come and you know circle amongst the swimmers because let's be honest most kids won't be able to tell the difference between a dolphin fin and a shark fin and they'll literally lose their minds yeah yeah well i mean I, i've done that i mean i've been out at sea and you see a fin you crap yourself to realize oh it's actually it's a dolphin <laughs> that's nice and sweet and you're, you're you know you're standing 30 feet higher because you're trying to get away from the damn thing but yeah <laughs> um uh yeah but i think that's a, a good enough kind of look at the the uh, any, I don't know if there's anything else you want to add to this. No, I think problem. the only comment is uh, with the current temperatures outside. Uh, I don't know why we're thinking of the beach, actually. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but you know, think, think we, of we, warm. We should things. be doing an Arctic thing again. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's always the next episode. We'll see. But anyway, thanks very much for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Cheers.